0: Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, the crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet, all hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American G. Keith Alexander.
1: Okay, do I take a bow now? Is that, uh... <laughs> you yeah, no. hey, welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, and wherever you are, I appreciate you for joining our neighborhood as we hang out together in harlem america now today in the what's hot spotlight is debbie b jackson for over 30 years she was known as debbie on 107.5 wbls co-hosting the sunday classics with her legendary husband hal jackson rated number one for well over 10 straight years with the largest listening audience in history of Sunday Radio and was heard from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., the longest live broadcast in the country. And Debbie B. has the hottest R&B fundraising concert happening November 9th, so it is my distinct honor and pleasure to say Debbie B. Jackson is what's hot. (laughs) Well, thank you so
0: much, G. Keith Alexander. (laughs) How are you? I'm really really well and so happy to be here with you.
1: Well, you know, uh just so the audience will will know, um uh you and I have uh, co-hosted various events. Yes, we and, have. And things over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh but today is a very special day. Uh we're going to talk about your uh, event coming up and how you and and the legendary Hal Jackson put the whole concept together and 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 we'll talk a lot about that but right now I'd like to tell you I'd like for us to take the wayback machine okay and what was it like before you became Debbie B Jackson what was it like growing up as little Debbie was it bowling Debbie uh, Deborah white? De De- 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 Deborah White. What was it like gr- growing up as little De- Deborah White?
0: Okay. Let's see. Well, I was born in Harlem Hospital, and uh, and my parents stayed in Harlem up until I was about 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Then they purchased a home in the Bronx, and mm-hmm. I moved there, hated the idea of moving and leaving all my friends, but mm-hmm. it was for the best. I went to Central Commercial High School. I went to Fordham University. I had no idea that I would be in broadcasting. Um I was married uh young and that didn't last. It was more like about 4 years and then I uh I've known Hal for a long time and that's because he used to date my aunt Laura's best friend. <laughs> so he was around, <laughs> he was around for all of our family um uh like dinners and thanksgiving for christmas he was around but he was with his girlfriend at that time um i started working with him well no okay i'm supposed to talk about me um i i am a photographer i take pictures from around the world it's called my feet travel and yours can too photos by debbie jackson
1: i've seen some of the wonderful photos
0: thank you thank you and your
1: feet and your feet too because you put your feet in it
0: (laughs) that's correct i try wherever i go i try and take a picture of my feet be it warm or cold because i have pictures of my feet in boots
2: (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know like at lake tahoe Mm
0: -hmm. and things like that um i worked at Fairleigh dickinson university as the assistant director of affirmative action i was an employment supervisor with Lowenstein, uh which is a um a textile organization. Um, and yeah, then I went to BLS. And, you know, when I started there, it was um, just coming in and and sitting next to Hal as he was uh, doing his show, you know, the Sunday Classics. And um, we would give away things. We, we were known for giveaways, you know, uh, CDs and tickets and different things like that. And I would write down the names. And then one day he said to me, you announce it. I said, Me announcing, okay, I'll try that. And I did, not that's how I
1: started in radio. Okay, but now you you, you left out a few little things. Uh, First of all, you went to Fordham. I went to Fordham. Uh, You went to Rose Hill or Lincoln Center Campus? Uh,
0: Rose
1: Hill. Okay, I I got out of the Marine Corps and got a scholarship to the Lincoln Center Campus. That's how I got to New York. Uh, The other thing is, so how was dating your...
0: My aunt's aunt? best friend. Her name is Carol aunt, Nash.
1: Yes. Carol Nash. My aunt Flora okay. is my
0: mother's baby sister. Okay. Okay. And uh, he was dating Carol Nash. And so he would, I have, I have a picture of him from a, a Christmas when I was pregnant with my daughter. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. she was supposed to have been born that day, Christmas day. And I have a picture of myself standing there with him.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. So, so now. How did he uh, how did you get into the studio with Hal? He, you told him you wanted to be in radio one day, or Hal said, "Hey, little girl, let me uh show you something here." And uh, you know, I mean, what was the premise? We were dating. Ah, see now you left that part out. Okay. Oh, so he dumped your, he dumped your aunt's best friend.
0: Oh, and then there was somebody else after that, too. It was Alice LaBrie Jackson.
1: I remember Alice, boy. She was, yes. I had a crush on Alice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she
0: was she, your she, hot mama. <laughs> and she was, she, intelligent.
1: She, she was a TV producer.
0: That's correct. Yes, she was.
1: I, I met her at the, uh, when Ellis Hayeslip was the host of the Soul TV show. That's
0: correct. Wow. Ellis,
1: had, I had never been an announcer for a TV show ever, ever. And he invited me to come and be the announcer for the show that had Ashford and Simpson on it. And so that was my first announcing gig. And that's where I saw Alice. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, they were married, I think, for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was a producer. And that's how Talented Teens started because, you know, little black girls would go to Hal and say, listen, they have competitions for for white young ladies, but they don't have anything for black um, kids or us. And so he and Alice got together and they started, uh, I think it was called Miss U.S. Teen at that Mm -hmm. time. And Mm -hmm. then it became Talented Teens, U.S. Talented Teens. And then it became Talented Teens International because they started having... um, Young ladies that were coming in from Canada, from uh, the Caribbean, and other places outside of the United States.
1: Name some of the uh, famous people that went through uh, uh, talented teens who are now famous now, movie stars and TV stars.
0: Cheryl Lee Ralph, uh, Regina Bell. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. I know she's a little controversial right now.
1: You're telling she me.
0: First, she was the first runner up in 1989. And wait a minute. The person who won out as the international winner is Kia Don Winston, who's now married to uh, Mike Tomlins of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Evelyn Champagne King, uh, Regina Bell, uh, uh Ty Jimenez uh, is, was a principal dancer for the Dance Theater of Harlem, and now she's the director of dance at the Dance Theater of Harlem. As a matter of fact, I found that out when we were hosting the African-American Day Parade because their float came by and she came over. I said, oh, my God, I haven't seen her <laughs> yeah, I'm a director with the Dance Theater of Harlem now. I said, oh, fantastic.
1: And, and how about Ms. Henson, um, uh, Taji P. Henson?
0: Raji P. Henson, right? She was in d c. Uh, she uh, yeah, she was the first runner up in d c because had she won, she would have come to the competition that would have that was held in California that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the way that I found that out was reading her book. and she talks about Hal Jackson's talented teens in her book.
1: <laughs> Incredible. Yeah wow.
0: Dr. Susan Johnson Cook, who was an ambassador appointed by yes. the Obama administration. Yeah. So they're, they're everywhere. Oh, and um, Tanya, Tanya Kennedy, she's a Supreme Court judge here in New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're, they're all over the place. They're all over the place. And every day I'm learning about somebody new who was a talented team.
1: <laughs> so. All right. So now when uh, Alice left the, um, the 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 circle of uh, Hal Jackson, uh, then you stepped in. Is that it? Or uh, it. Uh, I mean, you stepped in or Hal asked you in. I mean, how did that happen?
0: Um, actually it, it was Alice's mother who asked me in. Really? Yes. Uh, Wilde Labrie. They were having the international contest that year it was at the Waldorf in 1981 and she asked, um, me to help with the competition and, uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> but yes, that's, that's when I started and it was, it was, um, Alice's mother who asked me so. Look What she did, yeah,
1: <laughs> you took her daughter's position in hell's
0: life <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> incredible,
0: yeah. And the wow. thing is, is also in 1981, when I started, um, that year our entertainment was uh, Shalimar Howard Hewitt.
1: <laughs> I see, I see, okay. And he's going to be the uh, one of the stars of the uh, the event happening November 9th uh, to That's raise correct. money for the uh Development Youth Foundation, Development yes. Foundation which is the umbrella organization for Hal Jackson's talented teens. Correct. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So so now we, we got you in the studio, okay? <laughs> and 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 you're sitting there as uh, a helper or an observer or or the girlfriend.
0: Uh, mostly girlfriend. <laughs>
1: Mostly okay, <laughs> all
0: right, at that time, you know, because he'd go in every Sunday and he said, Come on, come on, go with me because he was there all day. I mean, that show was from eight in the morning until four in the afternoon. It was the longest live broadcast in the country. And so I'd go in every Sunday and I'd be there. And, you know, I would always write down the names of all of the people who were winning. And then one day he said to me, because Nisi Cologne was our, our board op at that ah, time. So Nisi. Would, okay. She would give the names and sometimes Hal would give the names. And then one mm-hmm. day he told me, You give the names. And from then on, I was the person who started giving um, the, the names of the winners of contests. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And he also gave you the name Debbie B.
0: He most certainly did. He says, I want you to be known as Debbie B. I don't want people to know that we are married or that we are together. I want you to have your own identity. That was the kind of man that Hal was.
1: Wow. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Now, okay. Now we have uh, uh, spoken uh for a few minutes now about how but there are many people um uh, who just got to New York just and people who live outside of New York and people internationally who are listening to this broadcast want to know who the heck is how how okay tell them who how is
0: how was the first announcer for a uh, play-by-play on a network in this country he was the first Uh, On on which
1: uh, network? Tell them them the network. uh,
0: The ABC network. Okay. Uh, He was the first inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. He was the first to do a jazz show on the ABC network. He was the first uh, to do play-by-play announcing on radio. He was the first to broadcast.
1: On on which station?
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that. But he was the first to uh to broadcast live from a theater even before Ed Sullivan because you know Ed Sullivan you know uh did things live from a theater but how did it live from a theater on radio and that was on uh WNIX he he started in um Washington DC um he was the first to own a black basketball team that won a national championship do you see the lights going on behind me do you see that yes That's yes him.
1: Yeah, that's, you yeah, okay, go ahead, around, I'll Do your he thing. Goes
0: around me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was the first to put, Na- uh, name the basketball team uh, the Washington Bears. Okay. And it was 1942. Okay. So, um, And he was the first to put Black women on television in commercials.
2: Hmm. Uh,
0: he was uh honored by six presidents of the United States. Wow. It started with Roosevelt and ended with Clinton. I was trying to get Obama for him. I was trying. <laughs> but it just didn't happen. And I remember seeing him um when Obama was being um elected. When he got elected that day, he was sitting and watching television and my grandson was sitting on his on his lap and I took a picture of the two of them on on,
1: on as, whose lap? On whose uh, lap?
0: Uh, and my lap? grandson was sitting on Hal's lap. Right. Okay. And I have a picture of the two of them watching the television, watching the first black president, you know, uh, inaugurated. It. it was, it, it, it uh, I have that picture. I got to go find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so uh, he was just, so he was, he was, a. He, he, he was the first to do a lot of different, here's another one. When he was in DC, he, broadcast live on three different stations That's right. all in one day.
1: That's right. In different cities. Tell them, tell them. The, I
0: know it was in DC journey. and I know it was in Maryland. I think it was spring, spring something, Maryland. I'm not sure. I have to look that up, but I know that it was three different radio stations in the same day. And he did the same thing in New York. The only person to do this. Three different radio stations in one day. In was
1: one a- day. He took, a, he took a train from down there to New York at WNJR, mm-hmm. uh, and he did the radio show there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so uh, the, the Fly Jock has nothing on Hal Jackson.
0: He only flew to one, one state. If he's flew to two states Indeed, <laughs> three radio stations. Three yeah, radio Tom, Tom Joyner, the yeah.
1: flat jock, has right. on Hal Jackson. No,
0: he doesn't. As a matter of fact, Tom Joyner was there when um, Hal uh, received uh, uh, the award for being the first Black inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. and of, of them, you know, together with that. So, yeah.
1: Wow. Hal Jackson, my man. I mean, and and he was even to his last days. He was always sharp. Yes, I mean, won't. you know, he didn't dress like a an older person would dress. No, he
2: didn't. No,
1: he he was. Didn't. W- w- was that you keeping him fly like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hal had good taste, though. You know, oh, he really did. had good taste. So, but I would lay out his clothes whenever he went out. I would I would pull his clothes together and I'd say, Ah, here you go.
1: Fantastic. Well, you know, um, I happen to have the book that Hal wrote called The House That Jack Built, and I'm holding it up now for folks who are only listening. Oh, you mean
2: this one? Yeah, you have one,
1: too. I see. (laughs) It's a great read. Yes, it is. And uh, I learned a lot. Uh, It's filled with photographs of of how with stars and celebrities and 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 notable people. Uh, Do you have any anecdotes in the book that you could uh, talk about?
0: Well, um, when the book was being uh, put together, uh, the one thing that we had asked was, you know, when books are done with a lot of different pictures, they take the pictures and put them all in the middle of the book.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you know like there's one section and there's a whole bunch of pictures there right. And uh we had said we don't want that so if you if you look through the book you'll see that there are pictures whoops all the way through
1: <laughs> all the way through <laughs> all the way through on, on, on pages where um would uh with that with uh, the actual copy copy written uh stories exactly they're, they're pictures that right. uh that Coincide. Like uh, this
0: one here, uh, of him with Matt King Cole. Oh, okay. I mean, we have pictures. As a matter of fact, what I'm doing now is I'm I'm compiling things because I am um working on a documentary for how. Oh boy, I have somebody walking around in my house making a lot of noise,
2: <laughs> forgetting
0: <laughs> that I am doing this interview. Um yeah. <laughs> OK. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm start I started uh, putting together pictures of how for the documentary and I have logged a minimum of 400 pictures. Really? Yeah. And I they guess. run the gamut from like the Nat King Coles up to the Whitney Houston's and the Alicia Keys and, you know, everyone in between Sarah Vaughn. And because I was affiliated with them, a lot of those pictures are pictures that I took. So really? yes. So there's a tabletop book coming
1: out sooner or later. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, okay. So now our, our audience, uh, like I said, a, a lot of people are unfamiliar with uh, Hal Jackson and we want to make sure that we keep the, uh, the, the name and the legacy alive. So give us some, some anecdotes of how with some celebrities and, you know, okay. some of the.
0: <laughs> okay. When we first started dating, we started dating in 81. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, either it was 81 or 82. I'd have to look and see that's when Diana Ross left Motown and went with RCA records. Mm-hmm. So they were having a, 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 um, a record release party at a hotel and Hal took me. And, uh, there were loads of people that were there. And, uh, it was like, a. a, a It was a very nice hotel and she was on an upper level and she came down the stairs and she looked around and she says, oh, look at all the people. All of my friends are here. (gasps) Hal Jackson Mm -hmm. and ran over to him, threw her arms around him. I said. Okay, I guess I'm impressed <laughs> you know, this was like the, this was in the beginning, you know, the very beginning of 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 our relationship mm-hmm. and I mean he he had that kind of effect with like we would be in okay, another one. we were downstairs in in his office on on the fortieth floor at three Park avenue, okay. and the radio station was on the forty first floor. It was a mm-hmm. penthouse. I mean that station was unbelievable with the views that they had, but anyhow oh, yes. Oh, yes we I said. Janet Jackson's in the studio, Jack, come on, let's go see her. He says, okay. And we go upstairs and we get to the door, to the, um, to, the, to the studio. And the door had like a, a window that you can just see in, into the studio. And she was down at the other end of the studio, looking out at the view. And then she turned around and saw that it was how another one ran across the studio, whipped the door open, threw her arms around her. I have that picture.
1: Agree. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh
0: Whitney Houston was up in the studio. Uh I don't remember why, but she was up there and uh we found out, so we went up and she was a little standoffish, you know, with other people, but when she saw him, it was like, you know, the heaven gates had opened up, and <laughs> another one threw her arms around him. Michael Jackson, uh
1: did we Michael throw point his point. arms around it too? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: no, no, but he 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 was in the back by himself. Uh, we were down at Nabob, National Association of Black Owned Broadcasters. Mm-hmm. And Aunt, uh, uh, Michael was being honored there. And at that time, that's when we used to get all of these drops from the different people. Hi, I'm Michael right. Johnson, and you're listening to the Sunday Classics on 107.5 WBLS. And uh so I I went back there with my little trusty cassette tape (laughs) (laughs) and I was getting uh, the the audio and the person who was with michael said um uh he doesn't do those kinds of things you know and he did you know Michael I have quite a number of pictures a number of pictures with how with different people
1: incredible well uh okay so now Oh, yeah. Hal, loved by everyone, he also, for folks who are familiar with New Jersey and New York, he also started the Palisades, uh, w- what was that called? Uh, Palisades Amusement Park. Palisades Amusement Park.
0: Right. Okay. That, that was a, 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 a an amusement park that was in, uh, I believe it's in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> As a kid, he used to come pick me up, my brother and I up and take us to the park. He would also take us to the circus. But anyhow, yes, he was at Palisades Amusement Park and he uh, would have all kinds of entertainers come. And he was the one who brought in like the Temptations and the Supremes and uh, the Martha and the Vandellas. And uh, uh, it, it, it put that park on the map because people came I have pictures of him on stage, and I think it was The Temptations, but you could see the throngs of people behind him. Uh, that wasn't my picture, though, but it was, you know, it was a picture that was taken.
1: Incredible. Uh, I, I hear voices behind you. Uh, you
0: uh... Yes, I know. Uh, uh, he says, OK, they, they they now know that they can't talk.
1: Sorry. Oh, great. great. Uh, I'll tell you what thank-
0: it is. I have ADT coming to fix my alarm system. And so, yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so that's okay.
1: that good. <laughs> all right. I thought that was Dave Shepherd in the background. Uh, yes, it is from, Dave from Shepard. DMS, in the background. <laughs> from DMS.
2: DMS Productions. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It is him. <laughs> uh,
1: so, all right. So now, uh, for those folks unfamiliar and who would like to know more history of how uh, of, of, uh, and the history of uh, New York and Palisades Park, what made it an amusement park?
0: Well, they had rides and they had a salt water pool. <laughs> and wait a minute, that jingle was Palisades has the rides, Palisades has the fun. Come on over. And you could see uh, the amusement park from New York. You'd mm-hmm. look over and there were all of these lights and, and um, uh, things from the, the Ferris wheel and all of the the uh, rides that were over at the park. But it was a saltwater pool that Hal helped to integrate. Hello?
1: <laughs> because- so Hal was the main attraction for the Palisades Amusement Park then. <laughs> <laughs> and they were not letting Black people in the pool. But he really? Got-
0: mm-hmm. Wow. That was back in the 60s. So yeah.
1: how so how did he integrate the pool? He he, he told he the management?
0: over. He brought kids over, he brought busloads of kids over and told them to go to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that was how. <laughs> that was how. I mean, even when he started in radio, he um he was at WINX at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And no, he wasn't at W-I-N-X. He wanted to be on W-I-N-X. He went into them and told them that he wanted to do a radio show. And they said, no N-word will ever be on this radio. Mm. So he left and he uh, uh, got an advertising agency, uh, a white advertising agency to purchase time on the station. And he walked in there with Mm -hmm. Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune Mm, had a 15 minute show. It blew up. It was called the bronze review and Mm -hmm. black folk know bronze review means us. Right. right. (laughs) And um, he, it it just blew up. And that's when he started with the three different radio stations. He started on W.I.N.X. Oh, there's a radio station in D.C. that he moved to U Street and he named it W.U.S.T., uh, U Street. I mean, i heard
1: that. Yeah, I'm
0: telling you, he's something else.
1: <laughs> Incredible. All right, so let's see now. All right, um, when I first got to WBLS, WBLS, uh, Hal worked at WLIB AM. The the AM component to WBLS, which WBLS originally was WLIB FM. Right. And then uh, when when Frankie uh, uh, turned it to BLS, I was the first jock that Frankie hired. So Hal befriended me. And Hal used to give me advice uh, about radio and about being nice to people. And uh, he uh, gave me some insight as to who Frankie was and stuff like that. So I've known Frankie. I mean, I've known Hal ever since the beginning of my radio career. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how people just gravitated towards him and how he always had this big smile, always happy to see people. And, uh, and, and so he's been like a, a, a role model uh, to me. The, um, what else can you tell us that we don't know about how some stuff that's in the book, give, give people reasons to go out and want to buy this book. All right.
0: to want to go and buy the book. Okay. Well, Oh, this isn't the one. Oh man. I had a book. That I was put, I was highlighting things uh, wow. about. As a matter of
2: fact,
0: let me see. This one must be it, right
2: here. Yes. Okay.
1: In the mean, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, while Debbie is getting this book together, we're talking to Debbie B. Jackson. Uh, she's a radio legend here in New York City, having worked thirty years. Uh, On (laughs) WBLS. And uh, so I just want to let you know that um, we're talking with the the wonderful uh, uh, radio personality who has a she's got a great event coming up November 9th. And it's for the benefit of the Youth Development Foundation Which is the umbrella organization for the Hal Jackson Talented Teens organization, and they've given away already over two point five million dollars in scholarships. All right, so did you find it? Uh, No,
0: but I know that he was he started the CIAA.
1: Oh, I thought you were telling me you started the CIA. Okay, (laughs) okay. I
0: I was looking for that, but I mean, it's just is.
1: What what is CIAA?
0: The well, it was called. Colored intercollegiate. You would ask me that, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) It was the the. the,
1: Well, anyway, it was a
0: football team. All
1: right, okay.
0: Football for college. Oh, no, it's basketball. There's a basketball team for college. The college, the because it's 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 now the it's now the CIAA. Because when I read it, I said what. I mean, I. It, it's just filled with. Talk. Okay, let's see. What did it say? 1950s, DC area. He started his black. It was black-oriented programming, which had never been done. That's just like with BLS. You know, with Frankie Crocker, he was the one who coined uh, the urban, um, urban urban contemporary contemporary radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot. There's just. It's just he owned a um, a sports club. In Washington. Uh, It was called Hal Jackson's All Sports Club in Washington, D.C. Really? Um, He he was just an amazing guy. He said, I also did a lot of remote broadcasting from storefronts. Uh, He would he he would go into a store and Hmm. have uh, bread and they would sell bread. Beyond their ever their wildest dreams, because Hal Jackson was there broadcasting, I remember us being up in the Bronx at Dick Gidron Cadillac, and oh. people would come in and buy Cadillacs <laughs> 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 I, it, it, the man was a okay, do you know um Park's sausages? Yes, he was there with him really. Uh, Park Sausages. In the beginning, I spent a great deal of my off air uh, time developing sponsors, working with WMCA in mm-hmm. New York, um, the sales department. I would identify potential new sponsors and then contact them to sell advertising. And in some instances, I also helped to sponsor. Uh, this was the case with Park Sausages. Did you know that Park Sausages was owned by a Black man?
1: No, did not know that. All not I remember, that. I, I, I remember the commercial, something remember about cars, right? Um, right. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. so it's owned by a black man back then. I don't know whether right. it still is, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's a lot of information about different things that he started and um, that you didn't know. I mean, he was just unbelievable.
1: <laughs> tell me, tell me, how did you get to uh, broadcast in some of the uh, the, the other countries?
0: Well, um, we, would, we would be going there. <laughs> so we would broadcast. As a matter of fact, well, we, we were the first to broadcast from BLS into Japan. We did that. Um, I don't remember the exact year, but uh, we were the first to, to broadcast from the United States into Japan. We broadcast
1: from Jamaica. Uh,
0: we would uh, broadcast from a lot of different places.
1: How did that work out? Uh, You you went to management at BLS and said, hey, I'm taking a vacation in Japan.
0: Well, it was Hal Jackson. He was one of the owners of Inner City Broadcasting. We were doing the Sunday Classics. Here we go. Uh, There was an individual who wanted to do a trip to Senegal. Mm -hmm. And we said, okay. We started announcing it on the Sunday Classics. We wound up taking 92 people to Senegal. Mm -hmm. We broadcast from Senegal. (laughs) We went to Egypt with 50 something people. We broadcast from Egypt. Mm -hmm. Um, our, Our week was Monday to Friday. Saturday was resting. Sunday was the Sunday classics. No matter what we were doing, we always did the show. There were no recorded shows. We were always there. Our, our life revolved around Sunday. <laughs> um, and so if we wanted to go someplace, we would somehow be able to, to, to um, partner up with a radio station in that area where we went. And um, we would set up and broadcast. Incredible.
1: Incredible. It, wow. was,
0: it, was, it was it was it was it was it was unbelievable the, the things that we did and we were, we didn't even think about it it's like oh okay we're gonna send a we're gonna broadcast from there okay, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> to South Africa we were down there and Bob Lee was with us too when we were down in South Africa broadcast from there. Really? Mm-hmm.
1: Incredible. <laughs> wow. Well you know, a lot of people well, as a
0: matter of fact, I forgot we took some listeners to South Africa too.
1: Really? So
0: um yeah. <laughs> And the winner from Talented Teens went to Senegal, went to Egypt, uh, went to Morocco. We, uh, you know, the winners from the international competition, we would take them with us. And we would go to London and we would go to Paris. And we w- we were exposing those kids to uh, intercultural activities and, and making them aware of, that there's, there's more than their backyard.
1: You guys did incredible, incredible work with... Uh, teenagers and uh, exposing them because that's you know if if you're not exposed to things you you can't aim for those things you you can't put them within your vision uh, that's true. and so okay now let's talk about there are people who are unaware of the fact that well wbls was the most famous radio station for a long time. Uh, people used to come from Europe and sit in hotel rooms with their little uh, reel-to-reel radio. tape recorders and, 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 and transistor radios what? and listen, but but with their little transistor re- recorders and tape the format so they could take it back to Paris and, I mean, you know, to, to those radio stations over there and, uh, and people around the country as well. So WBLS was at one time, and I, I've worked there three times, uh, mm-hmm. and only been fired from there once, uh, <laughs> uh uh well, yeah, that's the way radio is you know but uh t- t- a lot of people don't know that uh Hal Jackson was one of the owners tell us about that
0: Well um I believe it was in 1971 he went to Percy Sutton and at that time Percy was the um the borough president, president of Manhattan mm-hmm. and said that there's an AM station that's going up for sale and we should get it and Uh, uh, The Honorable Percy Sutton, along with people like David Dinkins, Roberta Flack, Jesse Jackson. I mean, a whole lot of people put their money together. I heard
1: it was about 58 people.
0: That's right. And I I don't remember how much it was, but they put all of the money together so that they could purchase the station. And they did. And then after they got the station, Hal says, we need to get that FM, too, because FM is what's coming down the pike and yes. they went and they got WLIB FM which became WBLS 107.5 WBL no. And the reason why the two of us do that is because when you'd hear it on on your 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 speakers you'd hear W over here B over there L over here and S over there they they were the first to do
1: stereo stereo in black and and, and we call it the ping pong uh they used to ping pong from speaker to speaker. And and whenever the voice came on, we, we also called the voice the giant. Okay, the giant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so the and I was in, I remember um Frankie said, Let's go downtown. Uh some people have put together something. And so we walk into this recording studio, and they had these big speakers on uh stands in the middle of the studio. And uh, the guy says, Frankie, are you ready? And Frankie says, yes. And for the first time, I heard W B L S.
2: So King you Kong were there. The
1: you were there. I was there. I was wow. there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's why I always give it that reference, you know? Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, Frankie, uh, I, I remember the, the day that we uh, converted it from WLIB FM to WBLS, mm-hmm. and and uh, so Hal uh, was at LIB AM at the time, and then at, at later on, years later, Hal came over to WBLS. Is, mm-hmm. is that correct? Am, am yes. I correct? Yes. And, well, uh, and he
0: was the program director for both 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 stations.
1: Right, right, right. Un- until Frankie came along, and that's correct. Frankie, he was the one who hired Frankie. Yeah. And then Frankie hired me. I was the first one Frankie hired, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I, I was there at the beginning. I, I saw it, uh, but but now th- th- Frankie did things a little different, and there may have been at the beginning a little a, a little tension between Hal and Frankie because uh, <laughs> because Frankie because Frankie wanted to 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 do things his way, mm. and which wasn't necessarily the traditional way. And so, but they ended up uh, agreeing on, uh, uh, you know, the format and stuff like yeah. that, which yeah. turned out to be uh, fantastic. I mean, that was during a time when, um, when a lot of people were partying up in the Bronx or uh, in Brooklyn and stuff. But when WBLS came along, we brought... Everybody downtown to the discotheques and, and so forth. And the, the guys the guys wore suits, the the women wore nice dresses and things. That's fine. And we used to tell people on, on the air, um we used to say we used to call ourselves the beautiful people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just great. And we helped bring FM radio to the forefront because we used to always remind people. Don't forget to put an FM radio in your car because all the cars had AM radios Now that was before you came along, okay uh, all the cars had AM radios and because Hal had convinced uh Harry no, uh, not Harry Novavik but, but Percy Sutton to buy the FM from Harry Novik, uh, we right. had to now make people aware of FM and remind them so we used to always say on the air and don't forget, to put an FM radio in your car. And I'm okay. going to say right now, and don't forget to download the Harlem America app to your phone or to your TV. That's right. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't know you could download it to your TV.
1: Yes, we, we have the Harlem oh, America really? digital network app and you just go on your uh, smart TV or your your uh, uh, streaming device and mm-hmm. search for Harlem America. And you can download the app, and you see all of our TV shows and stuff. In fact, you're on some of the shows that uh, that we have there. When you and I uh, did Harlem Week last year and this year, we've got those funny. Harlem Week uh, uh, episodes on there. Uh, something, else, something else we did uh, together. We've uh, done
0: a few things, because we did right. tribute to da- to David Dinkins.
1: Right. We have that up there. Remember. And then we also have the uh, 125th anniversary of the Greater Harlem Chamber of correct. Commerce. That you and I co-hosted. That's so correct. All yeah. of that is on your TV. All right. And, um, you know, we're on Roku, Apple uh, Apple TV. We're on Amazon Fire, and we're on Android TV. And so we're in about 300 million homes now. Fantastic. Now, all those people don't know we're there in their homes yet. We've got to promote and advertise, but, but uh, you know, a, a few million of them know that we're there, and uh, we just got to continue to promote. But anyway, that's my plug for Harlem America Digital Network, and you're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, and we're featuring today our special guest is Miss Debbie B. Jackson, formerly of the Sunday Classics on WVLS, and she's got this great event. Now, tell us all about this event that's happening November 9th.
0: Well, on November 9th, we'd like everybody to head over to New Jersey to uh, Bergen Pack, that's Bergen Performing Arts Center. Uh, we're doing a fundraiser for the Youth Development Foundation, and on that board, on that uh, um, schedule is Howard Hewitt, the Ladies of Sky, Jeff Red. Melissa Morgan, who's a former talented teen, and the Bells 2.0. The tickets are $45 to $85. We're also having a VIP reception that's going to happen uh, prior to the event. And those tickets are $125. And all of the proceeds are gonna go to the Youth Development Foundation where we can continue uh, awarding scholarships to young ladies and, uh, oh, excuse me, continue Hal's legacy
1: and it's co-hosted by
0: uh Dr. Bob Lee and myself with the MC uh David M Shepherd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that voice you heard a little earlier. <laughs> right, right, right. I, g- I guess he was rehearsing for uh November night. Uh Dr. Bob Lee has been on my show. Yeah. Um Melissa Morgan has been on and um uh, Jeff Redd. So, okay. uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, go to HarlemAmerica.com, you can listen to those shows uh, there as well. And uh, what we do is we videotape these shows and we put them into post. And then later on, they become part of our television uh, presentation. So uh, That's but,
0: great.
1: Yeah, thank Congratulations
0: you. Congratulations to you on this. I know this was a big venture. How long have you been doing it?
1: Well, uh, it came to mind that I wanted to do it in uh, 2015 is when I I started planning with the business plan and so forth and so on. And then it wasn't launched until 2017 uh, when I launched it. And I launched it very slowly. I wanted to do a soft launch because I really wanted to build it, give people something to see. And then the pandemic hit. So Mm -hmm. then I had to pivot. And we started doing all our shows on Zoom. Uh, and, uh, but to blow my own horn, if I may, boop, boop, uh, back in 1980, it was in the late 80s, the Wall Street Journal TV report followed me around with video cameras for about three days. Mm-hmm. And, they, and in the interview, they asked me, what did I see for myself in the future? And uh, one of the things I said was, I want to have my own radio TV network. And the guy looked at me and said, "Gee, Keith, come on, be for real." And I looked at him and said, "No, that is my reality." And so now, years later, here I am with this radio TV network that uh, I'm, I'm I'm building, and it's to to help uh, uh, business people build fame, fortune, and followers around their their businesses and their brands, and to give people of Harlem. Something to be proud of while at the same time giving a, a very positive image of Harlem for those international travelers that uh, come up to uh, Harlem. We know that before the pandemic, 61 million. Uh, travelers came to New York, and a few million of them came up to Harlem to see how uh, black f- black people eat <laughs> and, and party and and mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. You know, to to sample the wonderful uh, soul cuisines, and we have more than that. We have Italian. We, we we've got all sorts everything, of cuisines. Everything. Everything up here, and uh, and and to to come to some of the attractions and so forth. So uh, Harlem, America, is here to shine a, a positive light. On Harlem, and those uh, things that the people around the country would appreciate uh, in Black culture. So, thank you for giving me that platform uh, to say that, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we work, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we go back and we bounce back and forth. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. So, um, and and those uh, just to let people know, uh, you know, if if you missed the uh, fifty fourth. Uh, African American Day Parade, you can go on our uh, TV channel uh, and you can see the parade uh, hosted by, co-hosted by me and Debbie B. and by Tabitha C. Williams. And if you're too lazy to download the app, you can go on harlemamerica.com and check us out there as well. Right. So, uh, so Debbie, uh, what do you have planned for the future for yourself?
0: Well, there's a lot that's going on. I, I, you know, I have my photography, uh, and either in February for black music month, I mean, February for black history month, or Mm -hmm. in June for black music month, I'm going to have an exhibition and my photos, uh, all of the, the proceeds from the photos go to the youth development foundation. I have, I have, a. uh, something you want to see one.
1: Yeah, please.
0: Okay. Um, this is my signature.
1: Nice. You took that photo. Uh
0: huh.
1: That beautiful in Cuba. car in Cuba. That's Cuba. From Cuba. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I I should have known that the, uh, the car, right. the car, yeah, the cars in Cuba are what well, they're they're are bright um, pastel colored cars. Uh, right,
0: and that's the capital. I call this um, uh, uh, Cuba Capital.
1: Really? very really um, nice. So where would someone find that, or, or is that for sale?
0: It's for sale.
1: <laughs> it's for let, sale.
0: Let me tell you, I that's another thing that I have to do. I have to get a website for my photography. Um, let me see. What's this one? This one is the Basilica in Italy. Wow. And look at the person taking the picture.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Great. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: okay. That's mm-hmm. that one.
1: Wait, um, how, wait, how did you get yourself in the picture? That's the shadow?
0: That's not me. Uh, that that's was, not I you.
1: took a picture of a person taking a picture. Oh, okay. All it, it right. Not
0: like that. Yeah. And then I called this one French chateau. And it's a, a, a chateau in France.
1: You know, you're smart. You are very smart. All of your vacations are a write-off because you're <laughs> <laughs>
0: <What about that? laughs>
1: you're, you're doing business while you're there.
0: I hadn't thought about that.
1: Yeah. Well you hadn't thought about that? Thank wow. you. No,
0: I hadn't. I really hadn't. I hadn't thought about that. I'm mm, okay. You
1: you could travel all over the world and just write it off because you're wow. taking photographs to for sale. Thank you Pete. Hey, <laughs> that. that's how we <laughs> I <remember> roll.
0: <laughs> i remember that Wow. Yeah. So that's one of the things my photography. Um, I have something in my brain of something mm-hmm. that I want to do called intimate sessions with Debbie B. Mm-hmm. I would like to do uh like a quiet storm mm-hmm. uh, format with music and uh <laughs> with uh sexual innuendo. Excuse
1: me. Wait a minute, Debbie B getting sexual on the radio? It's different, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Well, look at. Me, so maybe- I, have a book, I have a book that I that I had started writing, mm-hmm. and when Powell's book was uh, formulated, was being formulated, the person who was the publisher who who, who published the book. Um, came to the office and um, you know, he was talking about how doing a book, and I said, Well, I have a book. He said, Really? I said, You want to read a chapter? He said, Sure. <laughs> and I gave him the chapter to read, and he read it, and he said, You can't do this. He <laughs> <Really? laughs> said, Why? It's called put put them in a box.
1: And put them in a the box <laughs> refers to what?
0: Different situations that Couples can be in Mm -hmm. or a person can be in, but they're all sexual. And when he read it and that one was (laughs) that one was entitled The First Time Box Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and he read it and he says, it's excellent. It would be a bestseller. However, you are Mrs. Hal Jackson. You can't do this. You would have it. You know, you would you couldn't use your name. I mm-hmm. said okay, I'll use my pen name. And it was going to mm-hmm. be Elaine White, which is my middle name and my um my maiden name. Okay. And uh they said, mm, he said, no, no, no. I said, okay. Okay. So I, still I still have that book.
1: You still have it, huh?
0: And each chapter is a different box.
1: I see. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I never looked at you like that before. <laughs>
0: Most people don't. What can I tell you? We're all sexual. Come on. You hey, know. You said I wanted well, to take you to another level. And, you know, I I, I keep pulling back um, mm-hmm. uh, just because. But I, I I think I got something that I could,
1: yeah. Time well, out. you know, maybe you could do your show on Harlem America Digital Network. Uh, you know, I don't want to be seen. Oh, you don't want to be seen. Okay. So Bird. maybe. Oh, okay. You just want to be heard. And
0: see, and see. then I go into my radio voice.
1: Okay, we'll see then. And my
0: radio voice is a totally different voice from my regular voice.
1: Then we can get same with me, of course, you know. But, it, the, the, but the thing is, <laughs> hey, this is G. Keith Alexander. How are How you? How are you doing? What are you today? up to? What yeah. are you up to today? Yeah. Uh, but look, so, okay, so maybe we'll put you on the audio side of Harlem America Digital Network.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay? okay, that's cool.
1: All right, yeah. (laughs) Let's work this out, maybe with uh, Voice America. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So, uh, all right. So we we're we're winding down. We've got about uh, two minutes left. Oh wow! (laughs) Excuse me. I would (laughs) like quick. Yeah. Well, hey, you had a lot to say, and uh, you know, you and I, uh, Mm -hmm. we, you know, we got a flow going. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so, do you have any regrets? Anything you've uh, given up to become Mm -hmm. Debbie B?
0: No, I have no regrets. Um, I think that anything that happened to me happened to me for a reason and made me into the person that I am today. Uh, I've been truly blessed. Uh, A lot of doors were opened for me and I walked through them or I let them close. And then I'd look back and say, well, why didn't I do that? Um, I think every person is put here for a reason and they have to find what that reason is Um, they have to find, I got all kinds of things going on in my background. Mm -hmm. Um, um, you just have to find what it is that you like to do. Like you found what you like to do early. A lot of people, it takes until, you know, some of them never find what it is that they want to do. I know one of the things that Hal said is, is that if you can work and do what it is that you like to do, you will not feel as if you're going to work. And well, he was it's, absolutely right about that. That's Another right. That he said that a, clis- a clenched fist cannot receive. And so therefore, you have to give in order for things to come back to you. He taught me so much. It's it's just unbelievable. Well,
1: well we're going to have to leave it there, Debbie. This has been wonderful. Um, uh, we've got less than 30 seconds. So just give me Hal's motto. Let's close with Hal's motto.
0: It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice.
1: Get down. Al
0: Jackson.
1: Debbie B., thank you so very, very much. Of course, you and I will be on the mic together somewhere, somehow, uh again. Yes. And uh, <laughs> But this has been wonderful. I thank you so very, very much. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a great day and a better one tomorrow. And uh, don't judge your brother or sister too harshly and you walk a mile in his or her shoes. And remember, life is tough, but you're tougher. See you next Friday.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.